0: hey guys another episode and your favorite smartest most beautiful voices here to discuss the first two episodes of obi-wan kenobi on disney plus hey you guys remember obi-wan
1: oh yeah Yeah. i I remember remember that
0: that.
1: all right i just want to say something real quick that was a great (laughs) issue
2: Even, I'll take writing credit for that.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm happy that you, uh, you um, definitely defined us the proper way. That's
2: great. <laughs> well, I mean, those are the three adjectives that I think any of our listeners would use when we they listen to us.
1: did get some feedback uh, le- uh, recently that said that we are very good to listen to. Um, I also want to thank your wife for that, Steele
2: yeah is so that my exact producer that said that it was
1: one of your producers that said it i appreciate it so much sure. all right guys so we made it um we've been talking about this coming up once we finished moon Knight, we were very excited doing moon Knight for you guys last season it was a lot of fun um when we found out obi-wan was coming out with its own series i mean i don't know who's more excited me or Ian mcgregor at this point I'm so happy we have this freaking season. The first two episodes got released. We will mm-hmm. be discussing them by yep. two episodes each uh, uh, podcast.
2: Yep. Can I talk about how Disney does that with almost every series they launch? Do you ever notice that? I think there was a Marvel movie where they're like, okay, you get episode one and two. The Mandalorian was like that. Did McG- Moon Knight nope. do
1: that? I can't recall if Moon Knight did that, but like, I feel like they might have.
2: I feel like maybe I just joined late to the party, so I watched the first two, but they came out in separate weeks. I, I don't know. Don't don't take that comment to the back. I mean, the but, boys just came out and they dropped three to start. So then that seems to be the fad where you give people that binge ability, but you also make them wait week after week for new episodes. And I'm totally, I'm all for that. Yeah, and when I was binging Stranger Things this past week, it helps you remember episodes i could name every episode of moon Knight and what happened and my favorite parts of each episode but when i binge it like i did with stranger things season four it's all one episode i couldn't tell you if my i know my favorite episode is episode four but that's another podcast so i i I don't know if i prefer the weekly or the bingy
1: I like the weekly because like you said, you do forget about it. And At least this way, because for us doing the podcast, we have to rewatch stuff sometimes. But even if I wasn't doing this, I would probably have to rewatch the episode from last week just to make sure that I'm into the next one.
2: Do you think our listeners more enjoy the, the weekly thing or the all at once thing? You know what? In my experience, I think people just like to binge. Yeah,
1: I, I agree. I think binging is um, convenient, and I think we're in a world of convenience uh, these days. I think
2: our, our listener, ours, our listeners are dirty binges. <laughs> <laughs> dirty, god, binges. dirty binges.
1: <laughs> oh my god! Okay, we just figured out our community's name. You guys. Oh my god! Dirty yes.
2: Binges. Dirty I, binges. I
1: love this. All right, guys, we're gonna talk about this real quick, though. Uh, for Obi Wan, something I wanted to bring up, and I showed both my daughter and my wife this when i wanted it. the recap was so well done of those trilogies like if you didn't watch the first three trilogies back in 2000 whatever you got it really well done here i think it was a great (laughs) way to start it Uh uh-oh what jerry
2: no no listen the recap's necessary because people may be joining star wars late i always forget that these movies wrapped up in 2006 but as I'm watching the episode recap, I think to myself, as if I need a single <laughs> beat recapped of the first three movies. Like I, I remember that shit back to front. I've seen them a million times. So this is a continuation of that, and that that recap actually reignited something Star Wars in me um, that was missing, and that kind of the MCU replaced. And you know what? I think it
0: also helps with you know timeline as well you know you give that recap like mm-hmm. hey this has all happened this has all happened up to this point and then boom here's where our story begins
1: and that's the thing Thanks. right because now we're beginning right where, um, uh, you know Padme has given birth to luke and leia yoda has given the instructions to separate the child and obi-wan is now given the uh, direction to watch over luke on tatooine um and it starts mm-hmm. off the the episode guys with the jedi being hunted um which is a very crucial point because we are left with this big gap of episode you know um what was episode three called revenge of the sith revenge of the sith to Mm -hmm. a new hope we have all this wipeout of jedi so we're clearly learning about the extinction of the jedi
2: um it's something when i read what this show was about it's something that i've always wanted to see there's there's more in episode two i have to say but it really shows how much nostalgia plays into this this series uh, in that recap it alone and we're willing to accept that as as quality entertainment and even if we miss if it's not everything we want it to be we're still seeing our favorite characters on screen and i love that they they start it 10 years later so we know yeah. Luke and Leia are both 10 years old and and they'll show up here so
1: So I do want to talk about getting Ben Kenobi, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi is no longer a thing. We have Ben Kenobi now Um, Mm -hmm. seeing him on screen. So, you know, we get the um, what were they called? The Witchers or something like that. Inquisitors. Inquisitors. So the Inquisitors yep. come, they find a Jedi, and this Jedi is scared, he's running from them, and then you get Obi-Wan, right? Because this, this Jedi who's scared is, uh, still living up to the Jedi Order. He's still mm-hmm. helping people. How could Obi-Wan, the, you know, are one of the best Jedi we know, be not living that similar life? And I really like that when they, they panned into him, working as like a, a common stiff, he yep. sees like, you know, something happen where he's, this guy's getting like, um, Swindled out of credits for working, and you think, okay, here we go. You know, Ben's gonna say something, and he doesn't, and you're like, okay, this is where Ben's at now. Ben is now disconnected from
2: the Jedi way, it would seem. The Inquisitors, the very first scene, were introduced, and it's very important to, when you're in writing and you watch a good movie, to introduce the hero, the villain, and the stakes. The stakes are something that people forget about in. In movies, and they kind of they watch these movies where there's no repercussions for the actions, and the stakes here are that Obi Wan, one of the most beloved characters in all of Star Wars, can be killed, and you get the introduction to the Inquisitors, um, and I loved I loved the introduction to them as 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 really bad as their costumes were. Just horrendous. I mean, thank you so much for saying something too, especially that one guy with that hat
1: and then he had that lightsaber on his back. I was like, this is like, I feel like I understand we have to d- differentiate them as Siths, but like come up with a freaking Stormtrooper uniform or something or an insignia that they can use on normal garb because. Yeah, I had the
2: Empire thing, but the costumes don't feel like they should. And I was reading an article about Stranger Things season four. Millie Bobby Brown was saying. That there were some costumes she put on with actual price tags from the '80s on it. Wow! So that's the dedication, yeah. the production value. That and yet, while you can't mimic clothes that they wore on ta- Tatooine, the production value in this show, off the bat, in that Inquisitor scene was just lower than I expected and would am, am able to accept from Star Wars. Yeah the star wars already has like star wars was
1: made in the 70s so it always had that kind of aesthetic that they kind of ke- keep going yeah i mean the the trilogies we grew up with as kids um kind of went back into the cgi thing they see that it didn't work they they pushed too hard for that and they fixed that with the trilogies we have now that came out and even with these shows they try to keep i think i even some of the they still use puppets uh for some sure. things as uh i like the animatronics decision. Yeah, it feels like Star Wars when you see that. But then when you see things that are kind of, you know, more showboaty and everything like that, which we'll get into the second season, uh, episode, it does, you feel like disconnected from uh, sure. Star Wars. Um, so, yeah, I got to say the whole aesthetic is hit and miss in some in some parts.
2: Yes. And Very nice.
1: <clears throat> I think, you know, I,
0: I was thinking it. I kind of glanced over at Rochelle and said something, you know, it kind of looked a little. There was a few parts where I was just like, wow, this is obviously green screen. I, I don't ever really recall that really a lot in most Star Wars movies or shows. Even the yeah. Mandalorian wasn't there was there really wasn't too many scenes where you're like, oh that's fucking uh green screen. Yeah. And on this one there was a few scenes even just in the first episode alone where I was just like, eh, didn't really like that. Like they <sighs> they didn't really smooth yeah. that out very well. Like what was the budget here? Does
1: it almost seem like they rushed? Kind of. I really hope they didn't because we got like I feel like this is a project that Lucasfilms has been wanting to do for a while. Just because it's one of those things that Ian McGregor has commented in almost every interview brought up, he would love to reprise the character. And yeah. I feel like this is something that's been in the woodworks for a while. We have yeah. we have Disney mo- money, we have movie magic with Lucasfilms. I feel like we should get more, even if it's a TV show. Certainly. I'm, but I don't know. I feel like the, the, the teeter-totter on this new age and keep with the old ways of Star Wars all the time. and it's. I
0: it's, mean, the fact that they got Ewan McGregor to come back. Oh, uh,
1: can we talk about Ewan McGregor real quick and his yeah, acting? Sure. Oh, my God.
0: And it's it's the perfect timing for this to come <clears> out <throat> relative to his own age and where they want this to be in the show. And it's... Yeah. I saw him on screen, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like it's it took me he, back again to my childhood.
2: I was like, "This is yeah. freaking amazing." He's aged really, really well. Oh my, oh. And he was the he, I think he was the best, uh, the obviously the best part of the show. A lot of the characters were kind of obnoxious. I I felt
1: like that everyone was floating around Obi Wan. I know it's his show; it's named after yeah. him. But Ian McGregor's acting. Did you is so feel cool.
2: like the the chick with the red lightsaber? I feel like her acting was wasn't a lightsaber. Forced i just wanted to point out that wasn't a lightsaber Wait, oh, okay. that was like if you look at it i don't think that was a lightsaber i look like but either lightsaber. way her yeah. acting felt
1: forced yeah it yeah. felt like a lot compared to okay so we get obi-wan I'll, I'll compare this a little bit so obi-wan one of the scenes that i really i got a lot of emotion i felt the emotion on him when when he was uh-huh. sitting there you know he has that part where he's in his cave and he's dreaming about losing anakin and then the next scene is him looking over luke the part where he's just sitting there and just somberly looking at him, just kind of thinking about the past is what I got for like so much from nothing. And he puts it down slowly and you can see him just looking at Luke being such um, a mirror image of his father and, and him thinking and battling with everything he's lost. You can Ian McGregor's acting in this was subtle, but said so much when you had her who her acting was more abrasive, apparent and upfront, I felt uh, a weird contrast.
2: She has yeah. to play this really uh, mean enforcer, intimidating enforcer role. Um, but the writing is just... It, the dialogue is, is a little that... It's a little something I probably wouldn't expect from Star Wars. That that episode, the first episode we're talking about is very slow. It's yeah. slow, it's dry. Yeah. And um, it's wild because I looked it up and the writers of this show consists of the writers of michael mann's collateral i don't know if if anyone's seen that it's tom cruise easily tom cruise's best movies wrote writer of collateral the writer of pirates of the caribbean okay okay and the writers of uh the ryan gosling film drive if you have seen that
1: whoa all over the place
2: right so what they're trying to go for is that more critically acclaimed writing which i don't know if it fits a Star Wars show. I don't know if I want Breaking Bad quality dialogue out of Obi Wan. There's always been this sort of campiness, bad dialogue you expect from a Star Wars, like the prequels. I, I don't know how
1: like to. Like a playful, it. it's a playfulness that you get from it. Um, it's not very, it like gets serious content, but it's mixed in with this fun,
2: wacky yeah. Star Wars space saga. It's it's too much of a juxtaposition because you got her threat, you got. Like Obi Wan and Princess Leia running through the forest, and then you got her threatening to kill his like Uncle Ben's uh, not Uncle is it Uncle Ben Ben Luke Kenobi. Skywalker's uncle? No, oh, Uncle oh, Uncle Owen. Uncle Owen. Uncle yeah. Owen. So she threatens to 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 kill his whole family in episode two, and I'm like, this is I don't know a little heavier than I expect from Star Wars. I did like,
1: yeah, the first episode was very dry. I think what we were trying to do, what they were trying to do with the first episode, was timestamp you know where are we what's going on where are the kids how old are they um and kind of get an idea of what's happened and how our our buddy uh obi-wan has um been settling with it with that whole story of like you know him because when we meet obi-wan in a new hope He's this hermit old man, and I'm really curious to see how that happens uh, and how we we develop this character from a guy who was all about the Jedi Order and who's just given up. I mean, we get the idea that people are being hunted, but clearly he has ties to it because he was he he still goes out and leaves Tatooine to do Jedi uh, duties it's very interesting i mean we could go any direction after the first two episodes you know what i mean Yeah,
2: yeah this show's already garnered some pretty high reviews like it's pretty pretty talked about people are loving it for for multiple reasons and i was thinking to myself watching this this is the problem with the star wars fan base is that they're willing to accept such mediocre stuff and claim it as being this incredible sensational brand new star wars idea when Ryan Johnson tried to introduce new concepts to Star Wars in The Last Jedi, people, Star Wars fans ripped that movie to shreds. Mm-hmm. It's the only Star Wars movie where two lightsabers do not touch each other. It's the first of its kind. Yeah. And people rip that movie to shit. So now when we get shows like this and they're like, oh, people are all over it. Obi-Wan and its slow pace and its its weird, serious writing is exactly what The Last Jedi tried to do, but now you're accepting it because it's got Obi-Wan. It's proving that you can only have Star Wars products that have the old names attached to it. You can only have Star Wars if it's got Obi Wan. You can only have it if it's got Darth Vader. If it doesn't have ATAT walkers, people don't want it, and that pisses me off. And it it kind of it bums me out when when Star Wars fans are like that. Just be if they're open minded to new shit, we get better shit.
1: What's that Star Wars movie, uh, a Star Wars story or something like that? Where which one? This is the one where they get the plans for the Death Star. I can't remember which one that oh, is. Oh, Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue, yeah, Rogue one. one. Thank you so much. Rogue One is essentially kind of that, right? It's, it's taking mm. characters we haven't seen before, putting them into the universe, which is great. And I think if they didn't use the Death Star plans no, You're right. The plot, you got the
2: Death Star, and then you mm-hmm. had the at walkers on Scarif. You just, you can't not inject Star Wars. Like, don't have a lightsaber in a Star Wars movie. Is that crazy? Bringing
1: in the Marvel character, a new Marvel movie that doesn't somehow have some sort of, you know. Um, Easter egg. I feel like you're right. The fans definitely need mm-hmm. certain criteria met when it comes to getting these uh, franchises handed to them. Sure. Um, but I feel like at the same time, we're, we're we're how many decades through all these stories? I feel like we yeah, need exactly stuff. Just like Marvel's getting it. Marvel's coming up with new stuff and new ideas for it. I feel like Star so, Wars needs to kind of deliver that way too.
2: I, I just I, – I'm not willing to accept this as a good show um, yet after the first episode i was i was not impressed i thought this is this is, is so uninspired the music's boring there's nothing about it. it had no identity that set it out from other star wars stuff
1: if they didn't set them up as two episodes together like that cuz like i said when these first came out it was like we got this little obi wan movie they're both an hour long we got about almost 2 hours of content with that um so it, having the second movie or uh, second episode attached to it brought it home but i agree with you it was dragged out a lot i wasn't excited until to be honest i like, don't get me wrong i love ian mcgregor's acting in this i think we have another great the best part of the show yeah he has a great contender when it came to like you know, the whole like you know us talking about moon knight and um mm-hmm. oscar isaac being so awesome he's doing a great yeah. job but i didn't care about the episode to the very end when he decides to leave tatooine at that point I'm like, yes. oh shit. Stuff is gonna happen now because he's leaving Luke. You know. you
2: know. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, and then they introduced <laughs> Princess Leia, which was uh, Sparky. We're gonna say something like. Before I was. I, I, the- I
0: was gonna say it was just in the first episode. You know, I don't know. We might have had a little bit of different contrast. Rochelle and I were watching it, and she actually yeah. enjoyed the music. Okay, the score, and she, you know, and it's she. It was the subtlety that we were, you know, just the they were kind of playing the the same kind of music over and over. Yeah. You know, just different tempos, different uh different orchestral arrangements just to kind of fit the somber tone of the first uh episode. Yeah. And that, that's fair. I don't know if that's just like I, I knew you you they kinda had to start somewhere, right? And sure. I think we always we have to agree that a lot of these short series is the first episode is usually a lot slower because it has to introduce a lot, right? A little clunky, sure. yeah. But then, you know, then I was, we were just about to start, then we get episode two and I don't know about
1: you guys. I really enjoyed episode two. Okay. Episode two, like I said, episode two only made episode one feel complete for me. Yes. Episode right. two had too much green screen hand. shit going on. Um, I don't like cyber. Po- I don't like cities and Star Wars, guys. I'm going to say this right now. Star Cities and Star Wars always feel weird to me because when you get the first trilogy, you don't get cities, you get towns. Or you get like a forest no. or a desert or they're in space. So every time I see a city, it does throw me off. I get it. They must be in the universe yeah, somewhere. And then
0: nothing ever looks like it has doors. And then it goes down to like the, the the city and everything looks like it very
1: cyberpunk uh,
2: fifth element yeah. stuff
1: to me uh, I get from it and um, I, I did I was more kind of interested in what was going on but it starts off too slow it's, it's there's not a whole lot going on in episode two I think it's the only reason why I was more wondering what's going on because Leia was pissing me off so much
2: sorry I'm just laughing at my fucking at my notes I totally forgot I wrote this <laughs> what is it <laughs> Okay, so the Grand Inquisitor, he has like those those black like things on like like what you have, like your headphones. It's Dre Beats. Yeah, he's got them on. So I call I called them the Sony Grand Inquisitors <laughs> three. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh my god. I don't, that was
0: all I could think about seeing those things. I'm like, he's wearing headphones.
1: Like, those I don't yeah.
2: At Disney Parks like in a month, <laughs> I guarantee it. Yeah, you can get the giveaways, the Sony Grand Inquisitors. Um let us know. Uh, See, you we didn't saying... like, Leia? I liked Leia. I thought I didn't mind she... it. I, I liked. Yeah. The growing up part of like the coming of age stuff with her listen okay i oh uh-huh. yeah i like, seriously she pissed me off so much
1: i just kept wanting to say like leia like like this is the reason why you're in this fucking situation
2: do you remember remember in 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 jurassic park on on real good movies i talked about kids in distress and how St- spielberg uses that to i'm so happy you brought up that it. up because i i
1: thought yeah. about it and i was like hey this is that uh what effect you called it again the blimpin effect The. Uh... Albin, the uh, Albin effect. Oh,
2: the Amblin effect, uh, amblin. yes. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It, it, here's the thing about Leia. Like, I like seeing her like that because it kind of ties in her demeanor for when she's, you know, the leader of the Rebellion and stuff. You, yeah, can, see- you can
2: see how she's like when she sasses back to Darth yeah, Vader yeah. in the prison cell in A New Hope. You kind of see it there, and it's really cool to see that. Okay, but okay, I'm, fair I'm, enough, fair enough. I'm worried that the same way the Mandalorian turned into the baby, baby Yoda show, that... Obi Wan's gonna turn into the Princess Leia show.
1: I feel like we're only gonna okay. get Princess Leia here. We're not gonna. I don't think we're gonna get too much of them because we gotta understand they were strangers mm-hmm. to like Ben. They don't know who Ben was before uh, in New Hope. So if we
2: get them, it's when they're young mm-hmm. and it's not a lot. Here's a cool thing. I just want to say real quick that that the Inquisitors are gonna try to get the information from Princess Leia. She's gonna call him Obi Wan. They don't know who Obi Wan is. They only know who Ben Kenobi is. So they still they'll think they kidnapped the wrong kid. That's my prediction. Go ahead. I don't. I don't like how Leia kept running away.
1: I don't like Leia. Yeah. As de- I, Leia had too much fucking independence <laughs> baby for me in this movie. And she was too smart because, like, she gets captured from not listening to her father, from running into the forest. Her mouth yeah. gets her in trouble. She finds Ben. She's like, okay, I'll go with you. Now I'm not going to go with you. Oh, you were a J- Like, What pissed me off the most was <laughs> when she uses the force. I have a comment about that. And he comes yeah. down to her and she's you really are a J. Like, oh fucking shit he's a jedi like he had like leia i hate you so much i know you're young but you're smart come on kid like come on kid put it together i hate how she kept running don't forget
0: she kept questioning like oh you're like maybe you're the one that sent to kill me and you know uh they're trying to protect me kind of thing like she didn't know until that moment realistically i just
2: just couldn't believe the things leaving her mouth are something that would leave the mouth of a 10 year old i was not convinced force user royalty whatever you want to call it that's that was really wasn't leia touted as like one of the best ever i guess but still like even like the smartest 10 year olds don't talk like that I think what they're trying to do is like they're trying to connect the Leia adult
1: we know to this Leia kid we know and give them characteristics that are similar. I just think like you're saying, for a ten year old, we don't need to see those characteristics. Like, let's face it, I have yeah. hope I have no traits from when I was ten. <laughs> but, I still like Pokemon. <laughs> hey, 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 <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, I, I stream. <laughs> That's a different thing. I say to myself. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I I was kind of. All together, when it comes to this whole, like, Obi-Wan episode, I was a little underwhelmed. There were parts of it that were kind of sticking out to me as, like, mm. I'm not okay with that. I'm okay with this. I'm all over the place with this.
2: Uh, I want to get... I'm just going to have a bunch of, like, point yeah, point form things. And I want to get your yeah. opinions on a couple things. Um, would you buy the Sony Grand Inquisitors?
1: <laughs> Fuck yes, I am. No, like, I'm, no all I'm, all about sure. I'm
2: all about that. Uh, if, if, if it just... Um,
0: Sat on my ear like that, sure. Why Branding, not? Right? Let's do it. They're
2: like the like the earbuds, but over the ear. Anyways, that's over the over yeah. the ear wireless. There you go. Yeah, we're gonna see those in stores next month. Um, this story as as I was watching him chase uh Princess Leia throughout the streets of whatever planet they were on, and they were kind of bonding, getting to know each other. She finds out who he really is—that he's a Jedi. This is kind of the story behind the the, the, the world-famous quote, one of the famous quotes from Star Wars, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. This is, this is the story of how That's she nice. grew so reliant on Obi-Wan and she knew, she knew, without a doubt, that he would help her.
1: But he said, she in, in the New Hope, she says, my father said that you guys worked together in the, or fought together against the, in the Clone Wars. That's the right. only thing she knows about Obi-Wan.
2: Yeah, and and the fact that she she learns that he's willing to risk her his life to save her and and Luke Skywalker is means that I think that's that's exactly why she says the line "Help me, Obi Wan" because she knows if anybody's going to die for the cause, it's Obi Wan Kenobi.
1: It must be in some of the upbringing, right, with her father and stuff. Even father, her Ouch. father says, "I don't trust anyone else with my daughter." So obviously, Obi wan and or Ben or whatever this is to them is a
2: big mm. uh, theme in their family and must get brought up a lot. Is there a thing called too famous for Star Wars? Uh, when Kumail Nanjiani shows up in Episode Two, yes, as there
1: the... is. It seemed
2: weird. It felt like there was a Marvel e- Easter egg in it. If there was something that was the most out of place in every Star Wars thing ever, <laughs> there's probably Jar Jar Binks and then that character.
1: I, I don't. The character. <sighs> Samuel Jackson. No, Samuel oh, L. Jackson. Shit, was, no, 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 no. He's. Y- no, he's, You watch
2: your mouth. <laughs> he's Windu,
1: man. We'll get the bracket going. I swear I'll put him in. I'll put hey you said too famous oh, for star wars no he is not <laughs> no samuel L. jackson is hollywood let's just get that straight
2: that's that's tough you're right but he there wasn't a lot of star power and but i'm gonna have to it, it think about that i was like oh, right shit, this guy and i'm like wait where have i seen this guy before i'm like i know yeah. him he showed he was in the marvel's eternals which yeah, is what exactly. it felt so, to me
1: was like this Marvel Easter egg they were kind of like riding on. It was a part that felt you know, weird, you know. I'm a disguised as a Jedi, and it was a it was a funny, sort of quirky thing. My
2: my my, my counter to you is that uh, Sparky, what you said about about Samuel L. Jackson, I was 10, 11, 12 maybe at the time. I didn't know who Sam Jackson was. Now that I'm older, I know who these actors are and I know what makes me enjoy something. So when I saw him, it's a, he's not Samuel L. Jackson. So he doesn't demand that screen presence. That guy's a comedy actor. That's what he's known for.
1: Thank you. It was a comedic relief.
2: Right. So last season two of the Mandalorian, they had Bill Burr in a small role. Yeah. Bill Burr, not mega famous, but it's, it's the, the, it's like the opposite of what the MCU does. The MCU just says, oh, you're the most famous, get in here. You know, Charlize Theron, everybody, just yeah. get in this. It's like so- Star
1: Wars uses like B-class actors that have um, a certain like genre they stick in. Like they used him to, for the yeah. comedic effect. He does bring that. Anytime I see him, I feel very playful with him and he's kind of right. going to give me some comedy to it. And that's what he did this time throughout the entire episode. And yeah, like you even said about 20.
0: Bill Burr. You know, it's... He's just a comedian, right? He's not that, you know, super famous or super unknown guy. Mm. But I think he fit the part, and I think that's just all that matters.
1: I mean,
2: we're not going to get him again, right? So they're going to No, By putting and he he was
0: the one-off character that just happened to fit the no, part
2: they needed. Let me let me just throw something at you and I want to see if you guys think along the same lines. If you're if you disagree, I don't know if that's fine. Mm-hmm. But Replace, like, have the scene where he's talking to the goofy Jedi wannabe imp- perpetrator and replace Obi Wan with a young Han Solo. Does this episode work better? Is it more fitting to the story of Han Solo? than to obi-wan
1: yes i i feel like the energy matches with that it's so funny that you did that as soon as you did that, i'm like oh my god even in the in the the atmosphere they're in seems very you know
2: like dungeon. it's very bar. han solo yeah it's yeah. not and that's what miffed me about episode two is that obi-wan i don't know if he should be here like, he's above this. In this, like, yeah. cyberpunk city, doing this weird... Yeah. Like, and I think this is the
1: thing, is that we're getting a different Obi-Wan here. He's not the Jedi, right? And we, I think what we're, we're having yeah. a trouble with right now is realizing... And he said it. I'm not the same man I used to be. It's been 10 years. I think they're trying to give us
2: that. I'm, I'm having but a lot of trouble. Wasn't he detecting?
0: there because he was trying to find that Jedi, though? Remember, he was he was trying to find the, sh- the ship or whatever, and that's the only reason he went there. Yeah. yeah,
2: you're right. You're right. It is the reason he went there. Um... So, I mean, I don't think he he would
0: naturally be there, but because, uh, you know, there was no signal,
2: he actually had to go in and be like, okay, I got to... Okay, you know. here's, here's the my, my view. This is the last thing I'm going to say hey. about the topic is that human trafficking and child abduction is weird in a Star Wars product. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that right now. They're using that as a mechanism to tell the story. It's weird. Yeah. It doesn't fit the lovability and the lightheartedness of Obi-Wan. So that's how I feel.
1: Yeah, it is a little odd. I got to say, it's a little... It's weirdly placed. um, I mean, we're in a different time now. They're going to try to get away with a lot more different themes and stuff into this show, I'm sure. It's dark, though. Was (laughs) that
0: kind of like a smuggler's planet, then?
1: Yeah, it was like this, like, dark, dingy planet where, like, criminals seem to hang out. Because, like they said, like, everyone's, like, selling them drugs. And, like, there's a stormtrooper who's like, give me some money for a meal. And it's obviously... sad. I didn't get that part. Like, I didn't understand. And that's part, that's...
2: It was commentary on, like like real world how we people like ignore vets and that they're like they need help and whether it's like a you know if you served overseas or something and you kind of like get discarded at times and uh, i think it was commentary on that how it even happens in star wars so um, interesting kind of of a different dynamic and that's it is dark for star wars you can tell in the writing that where like they said the writers of the these episodes pull their inspiration from but yeah i don't know that that whole season that whole uh part that planet or city they were in felt like a laser tag set Yes, like i've played laser tag there <laughs> yeah,
1: when they do that first pan out you see all the neon signs and everything i was like all right like i felt like we're in guardians of the galaxy some sort of sex den or something like that it was <laughs> i, th- that I think
2: i think we're, we're we said uh it looks like japan yeah kind of yes there there was parts of yeah like yeah, with the street lights and. Uh, it, remind, know, yeah. it reminded me of a very Asian
1: themed or Asian styled area. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I do have a note here, guys. Um, so, okay. this whole entire time, you see, you know, we're getting the idea that Obi Wan is more disconnected from the Force. He hasn't been using, uh, been doing Jedi stuff for a long, long time. Um, yes. And then we get Leia in peril, and he is forced back in the corner to use the Force. Now. <laughs> This is, I laughed at this when we were going through our notes. Um, it felt weird seeing him having such trouble doing the force. I need more backstory about why he's so disconnected from it. Because like you said, we need to know what's, why we have this different uh, Obi-Wan. But my Kay. note here is, um, did we need the sex face and noise? When, from, when from Obi-Wan Wan finally reaches the force? He's like, no. Uh.
2: Oh really? I didn't. I didn't I I don't don't want to don't notice that, that. now. God damn. <laughs> yeah,
1: I don't want to go back now. I rewatched it like three times, you guys, for the podcast, uh, and like I didn't catch it <laughs> the first time. I caught it the second time because I was doing notes. I'm like, oh, look at I'm watching his acting, and I'm like, oh, it
2: sounds like someone's a bigger Ewan McGregor fan than both <laughs> of us.
1: <laughs> I have a new daddy energy, guys. I'm telling you. Like, sorry, oh, oh, Oscar boy. Isaac, oh, no. but like his oh, acting no. is doing really well, and I want more.
2: Oscar Isaac was very much the flavor of the the podcast week. The way I look at this
0: is he's got a mental block for the force, you know, kind of like when uh, Toby Maguire has his web block,
2: you know, that's wow. Nice. Good call out. All right. Okay. So- right? Think of it that way. All you know, right. and that's I yeah. think I like that. I like that idea that we're just expected to know like you're. We're we're old enough that we should be able to think like, hey, maybe he just hasn't used it in 10, ten years. If you don't so do anything for 10 years, you're going to be rusty. What
0: just happened? Yeah. All of his, what would you call them? Colleagues or friends or whatever. <laughs> just Jedi wife.
2: colleagues. <laughs> Jedi <laughs> colleagues. I yeah, I don't know. Deborah in accounting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the whole Jedi Council, the Jedi Order and, you know, all of his friends, you know, they've been slaughtered. Yeah, I'd be pretty bummed. You I know, mean, this, this is what
1: I want. Like like Jared said, we're looking at Obi-Wan, and this is not the Obi-Wan we know. We've been kind of told this. He's broken. But we don't want to yeah, be told right. this, right, Jerry We want to be shown this. If I, if I have this right.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I, I get it. Like, and we're kind of being shown it, but like, we kind of got to figure it ourselves or, or I mean, or like we just did the whole moon night thing
1: and that was very good at giving us information in the vaguest ways possible at times. I feel like this is going a little slow. So like my whole like takeaway yeah. from episode one and two is like, I want to know more about Obi-Wan and what's going on and what's been going on, but I feel like they're going too slow.
2: Yep. Yeah. Okay, they're they're going a little slow. the The last point I had, and it really took away from this episode, was when the girl was jumping from rooftop to rooftop. Leia? Oh no! No, Yeah, the the, the fifth sister. She was every time it would cut to her, she was just running, jumping, and yelling. And I was like, (laughs) "This is the this is insane." On these awful movie sets, I, I. I don't know if this is going to change your mind on the episode. It's just it looked so bad. Yes. It looked awful. Every frame of that episode was on a sound stage and I it's terrible. It's it's brutal. I I didn't understand which direction she was running
1: when it came to that stuff too because the yeah, cinematography it like, of it was choppy as Fuck. one one minute
2: it she's feel running like this she was and then...
0: running like 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 a marathon like it felt yeah. like she was going across so many rooftops i, I thought I they were maybe. so much closer yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: we're like what the hell
2: <laughs> i love how we all hated that so much <laughs> at one point the thing falls and she actually she does a backflip but then rolls forward i don't know if you've noticed that a tiktok brought that up to me rewatch that shit it's
1: mind-blowing how bad that looks listen i guess she's a force sensitive person it seems that way obviously we're gonna get more information about why because she's been trained obviously or she has some connection with anakin and darth vader but like it still didn't fucking make sense it looked choppy it looked ugly and it really destroyed that scene i mean this is the part where, where he's about to use the force again
2: and you can't enjoy it knowing that's in the background I feel like we said the same thing about episode like the first few episodes of Moon Knight, how we we really shit on it and how it missed the mark of what we were expecting. I'm really hoping this turns into a Moon Knight where four, five and six are some of the coolest stuff we've seen in Star Wars. I don't know if I have that faith. Uh, MCU proved that they can pull it off time and time again. I just don't know if Star Wars has that ability to do that.
1: Hopefully, Disney's the backbone that's doing all this and the roots and stuff. Because um, at the, yeah. Yeah. Well, I
0: mean, Disney owns both products, right? They can, they, they know what formula works. This Ooh, is when
2: you're picking like writing, directing, and producing. Like they have a lot of the producers have a lot of pull in, in the Marvel stuff. And if you don't have somebody with their head screwed on straight, and you have a producer like Kevin Feige versus the producer of whatever dc was it shows that you can have all this intellectual property you can have all the star power you can have Zack snyder direct these movies and they're still gonna be shit yeah like so i'm really hoping that doesn't happen to
1: star wars they did it with the last two uh, star wars shows we have personally my opinion i wasn't a big Mm -hmm. fan of them they seemed weird they didn't seem like they're part they were even part of the star wars universe at times um i'm really Since this is our boy obi-wan and this is something we've all been waiting for. Any interview I've seen with Ian McGregor, this is he's everybody's
2: it up. boy. Everybody's boy is Obi Wan. I, I love Obi Wan. I love Obi Wan. So I don't know. I don't want them to, to to boggle it. But the first two episodes were rough, and then the episode, the second episode ends. The very end of the episode is the ultimate Star Wars fan service in the the water tank. Oh, <laughs> we get, yeah. we finally get to see Jason Voorhees. <laughs> <laughs> Which part? At, at the it very was, end of episode two, oh, it's it Darth Vader in the, in the yeah, back yeah, yeah, but I'm like, sorry.
1: damn, <laughs> He's such Jason a in that. I had no what? idea who you're talking about.
2: <laughs> no, go back and watch it, and then watch uh, Friday the Thirteenth. You'll know what I'm talking about. It's like Jason without so, a mask. On.
0: Sorry, before we go any further, there's just one fact that I wanted to mention: that um, the first female composer is doing the uh, the track for Obi Wan.
2: I thought it was John Williams.
0: I, I mean, it's it's being composed by Natalie Holt. Yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, I'd have to see like what else she's done, because I feel like I know that name from other movies. Um, but oh, if you listen to the music in The Mandalorian, and then you listen to the music in Obi-Wan, I said this early in this episode mm-hmm. before I even knew it was a mo- woman. I thought it was John Williams that was doing the music for this, so I was not afraid to shit all over it. Because John Williams I mean, has a certain level of quality you, you you'd expect, and like he doesn't he doesn't miss the mark ever. And this movie was the, this music was very uninspired. It wasn't anything to write home about. I don't remember any of it like I do the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. That Mandalorian has that western his own score that you feel. kind of remember apart. Just like yeah, the Imperial it's still, March, that's, just that's, fair. It's that's fair with the character. And uh, yeah, I did enjoy he, the music from the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Right, much better. It was much better than yeah, Obi Wan. So Obi Wan, for okay. me, uh, as of right now, the first two episodes, I'm giving it a th- one thumb down, not two thumbs down because it's not that bad. It's watchable, but it's 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 tough watch.
1: I'm sideways. I it played with me so many different ways that I I can't decide. I want I want episode three's out. I'm gonna have that decide. I've, I've decided. That's where I'll be. I'll have an answer okay. next next cast. I think I'm oh, sideways
0: okay. as well. And I think um, you know. I think seeing you and McGregor definitely helped uh, bring for a lot, sure. yeah. a lot of my love for this already. And um, you know, there's a lot that we talked about. Where the you know the show does have its downfalls. Yeah, you know, it's got the cheap-looking CGI at times, and or you know the uh, the bad sets. The yeah,
1: the bad <laughs> sets. Bad sets, the weird actor choices.
0: (laughs) Yeah, or or, you know, the guy with the headphones, or you know, uh, (laughs) costumes. Come
1: on, more. Let's go.
2: (laughs) I
0: I had one. I had one. I had one. I can't remember what the hell I was about to say, but (laughs) yeah, yeah. Remember
1: it. So so what you're saying
2: is that there's more downfalls than there are upfalls. I don't know if you you can fall up. What's the opposite of a downfall? Uprise. I don't know. Yes. do uh, maybe. Yeah, upri- maybe. There's more uprisings? What? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no, that sounds <laughs> weird. Anyway.
0: An uprising in Egypt? All right, but Yeah, you're, you're right.
2: Um. So yeah. I think my, my point
0: being is just, I think the show has a lot of upside because there's a lot more that they can do. And I think mm-hmm. that, I think they're just doing what every other show has done. They're starting slow, bringing in a bunch of things for you to think about,
2: and then it's
0: going to open right up. And it's going to be something really
1: freaking so. awesome.
2: I will remain optimistic, but as of right now, same too tough.
1: Well, guys, that is it for this time. Uh, we will be bringing in the Obi-Wan episodes, two episodes at a time. I think there's only one week. We won't be able to pump one out just because of that factor there, but we do have episodes for you guys. So no problem. Uh, real quick, Steel and Jer in that order. Let's do a shameless plug. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv
2: slash you want a shameless plug please please listen to my show real good movies r-e-e-l please i'm begging you i'm desperate it's
1: so, it's so shameless not, not oh not embarrassed not uh, all right uh don't forget not... listeners head over to Bean slash podcast uh to check out any episodes and give us your feedback it's all there well i'm bean i'm jer and i'm Steele. and we hope you remember this podcast